broadcasting from the greater Philadelphia area and various locations across the U.S., this is Unofficial Remote. The good, the not so good, the glorious, and the bull. Real talk about working remotely. And we are your hosts, Jeff and Kim. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Unofficial Remote. Hello. How are you? Good, good. So, uh... So Tulsa Remote. So the last time you and I talked, you were yep. going, you know, I kind of brought up co-working and uh, the, the, the co-working spaces. And um, I know a lot of, uh, when you look at job listings for remote companies, that's often listed among the the benefits. So come join our team. We do this and we do that and, you know, unlimited paid time off. And if you don't, you know, work from home or we will, you know, supplement your salary to, so that you can go work, you know, have a place at a co-working space. So Tulsa Remote, you're a recipient of the Tulsa, Tulsa Remote kind of incentive program, kind of incentivizing folks to kind of move to Tulsa for about a year and and work. And but part of that is access to co-working spaces. And you are going to have um, almost like a I think an orientation to learn more about what what is this program, what what it kind of includes. So did that you had I that did, meeting I already, or that, that's this about was last to happen? Week, and I must say that you know. When we talk about pivoting, you know, something happens, you have to pivot. You got to change what you're doing. You know, circumstances change. You need to move in a different direction, maybe as a company or something like that. But in of course, with Tulsa Remote, you know, with COVID, that hit them because they were counting on bringing people in, having in-person tours, you know, all of this stuff. And these meetings, these orientations were all supposed to be in person. Yeah. Well, they have done a fabulous job of... <laughs> getting everybody together. We use Zoom and uh, they brought us all in. There were just uh, a group of, I believe it was 60 of us in this grouping that has come to Tulsa. And so they got us all in this Zoom meeting. We broke out into different little rooms during it and then back in and we were they were swapping around. So you'd have a different people in the room each time you kind of broke out. And it was a very, very good it was a very good experience and got to know, you know, many of the people that are in this, I think they, I believe they call them cohorts. And uh, so, yeah, it was a really great experience. It was about an hour and a half long and we learned a lot. And for anybody interested, you know, TulsaRemote.com is the site. You can go there and you can apply because it's, they've turned it into instead of like a once a year type thing, based on what they had to do again, they pivoted because of COVID. Now it's like smaller groups, but they're doing it. You can apply now and you might get in the group next month or the month after. It's kind of a rolling uh, enrollment, I guess, or acceptance periods, which is nice. So that's right. where the so, cohort comes in. So that because right. they're bringing them in monthly, they're having like groups, yeah. like cohort Small groups group. coming through. So. You had 60 people in the Zoom meeting, and y'all used the right. that yeah, breakout so room would, uh, feature break in Zoom. It, it was it was great. They had set questions. It was only two or three, but it was enough to kind of get to know each person a little bit, like you know your name, where you're from, you know what type of industry you're working in, and you know things about hobbies and those sorts of things. And they're doing a lot of online. Uh, events and meetings. There's going to be some in-person things that they're going to have coming up in a couple of weeks, which is nice. Uh, but for the most part, it'll be online. And they've really done a fabulous job of organizing and and uh, the co-working space that they uh, are partnering with is called 36 Degrees North. 
And uh, if you're interested, their their website is 36, the numbers, 36degreesnorth.co. And they have a couple of locations. They're opening a third here soon. And they have a lot of online uh, events as well. Even if you're not in Tulsa and you want to you know, par participate in one of their events, you can sign up for it online. And, and when you're a member, you get access to more events. And it's all kinds of different entrepreneurial or business related type events that could help the small business owner. And also there's a, they have a mentor program. So it's, yeah. Oh, wow. Like mentor uh, program for founders, like founders or just people starting their, yeah, or... starting their own business. Maybe they're a part of a company and they need a mentor on maybe their position in the company. You know, there's, they have that uh, available to people to uh, take advantage of, which is nice. So, Nice. So first, how did you feel about the the breakout room functionality in Zoom? Was that kind of smooth yeah, to kind of move from the main? Yeah, I've never done it before. The, the so, he, you know, yeah, he just no would randomly put us in groups and you get the notification to pop up on your screen and you'd click the button and you're in this room and you have, I think we had, I don't know, seven or eight people in each breakout room, something like that. And then when the time he had it set for a time so as soon as the timer was getting close i think it started a countdown 60 seconds and then you'd click in to go to the main room again and break you out into another group and so yeah it was it was pretty smooth that's interesting so i i i don't know that the breakout room <laughs> functionality was that smooth like initially yeah. like you know we go back like a year but um, it looks, it sounds like they utilize that pretty well. So I know um, there are a lot of companies that are looking at like, how do we hold virtual events? Because, you know, the in-person conferences, right. of course, right now are not a thing. And um, kind of mastering that, that you know, the main room versus the the breakout room and, and how they can kind of facilitate yeah. that. It sounds like it I'm went really surprised. well. That's pretty cool, though. So when you kind of, when you transition from the main room to the breakout room, was it just kind of like seven or eight of you kind of like, just like, Hey guys, like what's up? Or did no, you a, have like a, a moderator, a moderator. Several, <laughs> uh, in the meeting as well. And so there, each moderator took, took a breakout room and each breakout room had a, each time I went into one, it was a different moderator. So I got to know them as well. So that was nice. That's really interesting. I mean, again, Tulsa remote has, they were out in front of this, you know, they Tulsa remote was, was, you know, active prior to COVID. They identified this as an opportunity to really kind of infuse their community with new types of people, of course, new revenue, that sort of thing. Um, and you know, the opportunity for them to step in it, you know, it's definitely, sure, I'm sure, sure they've made yeah. mistakes along the way, but, um, they've really, not only did they launch this incentive program, but they have also kind of ridden that, the wave of COVID and um, utilized tools. And it sounds like they, they've just done really well. Oh, yeah. I think they should be really proud of themselves. Um, but again, we're, you know, Tulsa, we're looking at you. Uh, we're watching. You're reporting Don't in Tulsa. Tulsa remote. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you go into the breakout rooms in the main room and you got a chance to kind of connect with people, did you tell them that you do a podcast about remote? Uh, did you yeah, tell them about unofficial but, remote? Uh, I think in some of the events, I will probably mention it. 
<laughs> Were you yeah, playing yeah, cards close to the best on that one? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, let's see how this goes. You know, so because it was funny because the Grant was uh, was who I initially had my interview with, and he was part of this group. And I messaged him in the main room just privately, and I go, "Hey, Grant, yeah, I'm still able to wear my Longhorns gear. It's all intact." And he laughed, and he he said, "Well." Don't worry, I'll come over there and destroy it all for you if you'd like. like that, you know, I'm in Sooner territory and I'm a Longhorns fan, so it's a friend. Well, should I say friendly rivalry? Maybe not, but it's it's an on it's a long-standing uh, I, I, rivalry. Yeah, that's, but good natured, I'll say that. So. We should see oh, yeah. if he wants to come yeah, on and will. talk, kind of talk about the yeah. the evolution of Tulsa Remote. You know, because you know. I would love an opportunity to kind of highlight what they've done right and the successes of it. But in my experience, people really learn from what, where, where were you off in the ditch? You're know, like, we, we tried this. It, it just didn't work. Here's why it didn't work. And here's how we kind of like course well, corrected. But, um, uh, she she kind of runs the show. Um, and uh, so I'll, uh, I'll talk to her and see if she'd be willing to come on, uh, come on our uh, show and talk about it. I'd also be interested to know how how they came, uh, how they what, what was the framework they they kind of built this off of? Did they look at another city, kind yeah, of like maybe even question. before I'm them? Not sure. And, uh, I know it's the George Kaiser Foundation that uh, funds it. Um, a lot of philanthropy going on in Tulsa, and that's how they do most of their community projects. It's not a lot of tax dollars because the tax rate's pretty low. It's like even the even the transit system is privately run. It runs very smooth and it's, yeah, which surprised, wow. I know my wife and I coming from Portland, that's all, you know, TriMat's a big government agency that, you know, government funds and tax dollars and their transit system is, uh, is all privately funded and run privately. And so it's interesting. I, um, uh, a group that I belong to, somebody had mentioned earlier this week, uh, somebody had said like, oh, here's this, I don't know, this, it was like a huge church that's for sale. Like, oh, we should all pitch in and buy this and have like a <laughs> commune or something. And uh, somebody happened to mention for love of old houses, Facebook group. And, you know, we all kind of just exchanged like these just really interesting you know, things like that. Like, oh, here's yeah. this old church. Let's all go there. Or here we can go buy this island off of the coast of whatever. <laughs> Um, and she was completely shocked because we were all like, what, what is this Facebook group you're speaking of? She's like, I, I just assumed that y'all had known about this. So for love of old houses, it's almost like a real estate agent's face. So when you have like these historic houses, maybe that have been renovated, they're post like the actual real estate list and like all of the pictures. Oh my God. I, it was such a, what a self care thing that was for me this was week. I just, the prices oh, too. Just, Cause I've, I think I know which page you're. There were yeah. some, some gorgeous, amazing, amazing properties in Tulsa. And I was like, look at those adorable property taxes. Isn't <laughs> that cute? That's fucking adorable. Yeah. Those little precious, cute little puppy <laughs> property yeah. taxes. But uh, yeah, I saw Tulsa a lot in there. And, and again, just speaking to like the price of living and um, the, Tulsa's focus on quality right. of life. You know, I think is reflected in in their 
in their tax policies and that sort of thing. You know, but again, Tulsa, we're watching you. Know, don't fuck it up. Just That's don't. Up. Just, you know, so you know. So good, we're not giving you cookies. So far, so good. We're, uh, you know, what are we now? A month so, and a half so in far, here so in Tulsa. We love it so far. This winter has yeah. been incredible. You know, we've got 60, 70 degree days. There's been some, you know, several inches of snow also, but um, more often, when was your last 60 to 70 uh, degree day? day? When was that? Yeah, we had, uh, I think it was uh, 68 degrees. I know. I know. You're such a <laughs> But I did get, you know, I brought up the weather in the orientation and they were like, yeah, you know, it's it's been pretty unusual weather this winter. It's not always like this. And then somebody asked about tornadoes because, you know, in Oklahoma and Right off the panhandle of Texas, it's like straight up through Denver. There's yeah, there's uh, there's this like tornado alley. But I did, you know, one of the one of the uh, Tulsa remote people that is from here, and he came back. He uh, he said yes, due to the something with the barometric pressure in the water, because a river is major river is right, you know, right through Tulsa, the Arkansas River, I believe, and. So tornadoes tend to like hop over Tulsa and get to the next area. And so it was interesting to hear him talk about this. And so, you know, and one of the people said, yeah, I had a concern about tornadoes. And I talked to somebody and the lady just laughed at me and said, oh, honey, we just go outside and take pictures. We don't worry about it. Then we go back to the bathroom, <laughs> and wait it out. <laughs> I yeah, like exactly. Style. Have a cocktail in one hand and a we camera are. in the other and you're good to go. We, meanwhile, on the East Coast, <laughs> we uh, we uh, decided to go hiking today for for a little bit. And I went out, of course, you know, overly overconfident and overly optimistic, and uh, was underdressed. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it was it was warm out of my front door, but apparently, once you get you know into the woods and you're kind of hiking yeah. through, because that's actually something I've been intent intentionally been trying to spend more time out outdoors. You know, I I have gotten into a pattern working remotely, where I'll have three days that that go by, and I'll realize I haven't been outside <laughs> of the house. Yeah. You know that's and um yeah, you know, and I've been at this a long time. You know now you know five years. Maybe that didn't have an impact on me like at first, but now I'm not only have I been at this for five years, I'm also five years right. older. Yeah. And, you know, and now, you know, middle-aged, I, I need to, I need to be more intentional and conscious of that. So we went out today. And, uh, so we were hiking. We did, you know, when I say hiking, it, you know, I'm talking like a mile and a half. I'm not, hiking. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll validate know. that. That's hiking. That's a good distance. Well, that, that, that was so, so for Christmas, I gave my husband, um, I did. I mean, I did a ton of research and got him hiking shoes, and I got myself a pair of hiking shoes and wool socks. And um, our Christmas was very centered around doing things together. So, like a, a really nice chess set I got for him uh, after because we watched Queen's oh, Gambit. Yeah. And I thought it was great really show, great. great so something for us to do together because I don't know how to play chess and he does. Um, but then the hiking shoes. So we went. We went out today, and I was very underdressed. Uh, it was much colder than <laughs> I thought it was going to be. I hiked with my hands in my in my pockets for most of the time and thought, I'm 82% sure at some point I am going to trip and bust oh, my God. face on the forest floor. 
But uh, thankfully, I came out unscathed, but uh, it was really nice. But it definitely was not any 68 degrees. Good grief. Can I tell you but, my um, hiking story for today? Please so, do. My wife, Franco, she likes to she likes to go on walks. She likes to walk every day, which is good, you know, and she likes to try to get me. Oh, she's like a diesel walker. Too. She's like, what, two miles? Right. Can we just walk that? And I'm like, what, no. Uh, yeah, exactly. You can. I'll drive yeah. behind you. I'll, I'll walk a half mile, <laughs> turn around, go back. And then get the RV and come pick you up after your two-mile mark. But so <laughs> she goes, hey, I want to go to this um, I want to go to this farmer's market. It's like, okay, cool. Where is it? She sends it to me, and it's like, that's two miles one way. Like, I haven't been out of the place in a week. I don't know that I can make two miles. So are you doing the same thing? Are you finding that you'll have a whole week go by, and you're like, I have not stepped yeah. up? I mean, okay. Pandemic aside, right. though, you know, because we are all yeah. limiting, you know, how much time we spend outside of our, our living spaces. But even before COVID, it, you know, that was, I had to, like, I'm taking out the trash. Right. Like, I'm, oh, oh, no, no, I'll get it. I'll get it. Yeah. Just so I can be outside for a second because I'm aware, like, painfully aware. And my hip flexors are like, bitch, you need to get outside. You need, you need to walk around. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get up out of the chair, walk around. I've got a nice, we got a nice set of windows I can look out. And then I don't, it doesn't dawn on me to actually go outside because it's a couple of flights of stairs, no elevator here, which is good for me. I need the stair work, but then it's like, <laughs> I don't use them. So, you know, today I was like, well, I need to do a little bit of work. So I didn't go. And uh, she gets all the way to the, to the farmer's market and two, uh two miles away two miles away okay. yeah and there's a coffee shop there which is nice but then i had took the rv to get it washed because we we're getting it ready to sell and said hey i'm gonna go to the truck wash with the rv do you want me to pick you up and she goes oh yeah yeah pick me up i'll get you a coffee okay so i pull in there and i was like where's this where's this farmer's market <laughs> she's like yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was every other Saturday, and it's not this Saturday. And I and I said, "Can you imagine my reaction from walking two miles to go to the fruit, you know, the the uh, farmers market, and there is no farmers market? I've walked two miles for nothing." And then her response, of course, is, well, no, you got good exercise and stuff. Like, I know, but can you imagine my reaction? She goes, oh, yeah. And I go, well, see, can you imagine how much I would have asked out at that? No, Where is this farmer's market? Knowing, knowing her, she would have been able to like, like comment on all the positive things that happened on the right, right. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's a very positive person. You know, love her. She's very positive, but I, I told her, I go, and you know, I would have thought that you did this on purpose because <laughs> I've caught you doing this to me before. Like, oh, it's only five more minutes. That's a lot. Minutes, never Thirty me. minutes. And it's like, really, how far is this? And she goes, well, okay, it's another mile. It's like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Why did you just tell me? She goes, well, I didn't think you'd want to go. And I go, well, you're probably right, but. <laughs> has some non-consensual physical exertion in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. She's so funny. Yeah, yeah, but she, she, you know, interestingly though enough, she has been working remotely. You know, you all have been on the road full time for, for years now. And now, you know, transitioning yeah. to this brick and mortar kind of life. 
she has seemed to never have that challenge where, oh my God, I haven't been outside for, you know, oh, four no, days. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just woven into the fabric of kind of like who she is. Um, and it's not the fabric of, of who I am. I I have to be very intentional about it. And um, I'm lazy. I'm a lazy fucker. I, you are you not. Know, no, I, I really am. I mean, I, I have to, that's why one of the reasons we picked this place is because, okay, no elevator. It has three flights of stairs. That'll force me to walk. That's okay, why I you picked it. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Like this is a this is a plus. This is a selling point. Plus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's actually benefited me. You know, since we moved here, actually, I've lost fifteen pounds. Shut up. Yeah, and I don't. Meanwhile, I don't know. the rest of us in the middle of a pandemic, we're kind of like, you know what? <laughs> we're thickening up. You know, there's just no yeah. way around it. If I get, what they say? Your mileage may vary. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm from the perspective if we if I get on the other side of this alive, I'm grateful for the body I have, whatever shape it might be at that point. But um, that, uh, that's that's yeah, fun. I, I saw this meme today. It was this one of those skinless cats, oh, and it was okay. sitting there and it was like sitting on its butt like a a human, and it had all these rolls of fat. And it's like, yeah, after the pandemic, when you get out of the shower and you look in the mirror and you wonder where it all went wrong. It's like, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you just, at some point you just stop looking in the mirror, you just like, like, let it go. Let it go. He's just like, Oh, had to work in the frozen song. All right. And you know, and it's one of the benefits again, like to remote work, you can only see me from, you know, my tits down everything <laughs> like below that, you know? So I only have to, I kind of laugh like some of the, like the, those unexpected, like the newly remote people, they're, you know, I only have to get ready from like here up. I'm like, uh-uh, honey, yeah. you only got to do the front of your hair. Don't, like, <laughs> little do you know, like, you know, I might have, I'll put like you know, the dry shampoo on like the front. You're not going to see the back of my head. Like I, I got that shit down to a science, yeah. down to a science. And you know, there, there are ways. My hair sticks up. <clears throat> yeah. I haven't showered in three <laughs> days and my hair sticks up, but. This headset is nice because it flattens the hair. So it's like, oh, look at him. He's all he's all well groomed. He does have a beard, but I, I liked your your hair last time though, and it looked like you had like the, the pomade or the wax kind of squished in there and <laughs> you were looking all like urban sleek. I kinda liked it. Yeah, but... that was greasy hair, not showering for two days. So Yeah, but through a webcam, it looks sleek. Oh well. There we go. You know, that's, that's remote. That's working remote right there. there we go. <laughs> so what's, what's, what's greasy, you know, in real life to somebody else looks like a really expensive hair product via like a webcam. God bless it. There we go. Yeah, the benefits <laughs> of remote work. Once again, here we go. But it, you know, it's a whole different way of cut. You know, there's always like the joke about, um, I'm a big fan of, uh, uh, some really good news to the guy from The Office that played. Oh, yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah. He did a series, Some Good News, yep. on YouTube. It's yeah. um, it, it got me through. <laughs> there was like a dark point. It was awesome. And it was an awesome uh, really has just been such an amazing, just did a, a special uh, Christmas episode with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which was really good. But like one of his jokes is, you know, at one point, like he stands up at one point and like, he, so he's at his suit from the waist up and he's wearing, you know, shorts from the waist down, yeah. up, whatever. 
And, uh, you know, so of course, if, you know, that's something that you can do, but there's so much, you know, more. So, A, if you're meeting on Zoom, if you don't know, go into the Zoom settings and you can turn on enhance my appearance and you can adjust it one way or the other. Don't, let me, word to the wise, don't adjust that all the way up because you kind of then look a little uh, ethereal, like a, I don't know, like plasticky almost. You don't want to do that. But, you know, you can adjust that shit. You can you can adjust that grease right out your hair. It's just like you can adjust that that shine right off your forehead, whatever the case may be, um, which is really nice. But there, you yeah, know. I've got another trick for you, too. What is that? So with Zoom, you can upload your own background. So you could upload still shots of yourself sitting at your desk, take <laughs> several different reaction shots, things like that. As long as you have a cover over your webcam, upload the background, and people think it's actually you, and you turn your camera on, they'll see the background, they won't see you. So then you can just kind of switch those shots around. It'll look like you're really paying attention. There you go. I, you can thank me later. Another recent update from Zoom. Now they have, uh, it, it's almost, it, well, it's very similar, and it might even be the exact same thing as the uh, Snapchat filters. So you can kind of put, a hat on yourself, you know, just kind of like fun sort of things like that. Lots of different ways you can kind of maneuver things around with uh, in, in Zoom. I, I mean, Google Meet doesn't have it yet. Dang it, I'm still waiting. But um, that's what we use most of the time. Zoom is only for these other things, but we use Meet in our yeah our company. Yeah, but you know, we've had decades and decades and decades of articles on how to you know the power suit, how to dress for work, you know. Well, yeah. that's different in a remote setting and how you're, I can't speak for dudes, but for, you know, for women, you know, the, your silhouette and power colors, that's all out the window when you go from in real life, you know, or, or working, you know, co-located into a remote setting. Cause now you're kind of having to consider your background, your lighting, but also that whole, like from, you know, tits up, tits up ladies, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, what, what you're kind of, um, you know, presenting to the world and, um, you know, everybody's kind of learning that as they go along, but I also feel like it's not playing as much of a role as it did in the past that, that physical appearance and, um, being able to acknowledge somebody's area of expertise. So it's kind of fun to see now that we have so many people within the remote workspace, how that, how that will shake out eventually. But, um, I oh, have, yeah. I have appreciated the option to only have to, worry about <laughs> my silhouette, you know, from there up and uh, my hair from my ears and forward. And uh, I haven't really paid too much attention to lighting, but so many, I know a lot of folks that have like the ring lights, which are like great. They kind of highlight your face nicely. So if, if yeah, aesthetics should, is a thing. I do more of that. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. like Black Friday. They have like some really great sales on those. I have not invested yeah. in one yet, but um interesting kind of like get so much light from the window where my desk is that i think it takes care of that but yeah. you're also a dude though like y'all don't really have to yeah, true. worry about like that ring light and you know making sure that you gotta worry about like my nose hairs at my age i have to worry about nose hairs showing through and my crazy eyebrows well i mean nose hairs you might want to you might want to attend to that if that's an issue <laughs> <laughs> I usually do. It's not usually an issue. I'm just, you know, always a concern. So, <laughs> not that I get that close to the camera, but, you know. Funny. But you know what I appreciate? What's that? 
I appreciate the wide variety of geographical locations that are listening to this podcast. That is very surprising. We do. It's been a lot of fun to kind of watch those analytics kind of come in. Cause so at first we had all, you know, us listeners and we were just like, I was texting you kind of like, we have X number of listeners in Oklahoma city, Oklahoma. And, um, you know, you being from the West coast and very familiar with the Oregon area. I was like, Oh my gosh, yep. Boardman, Oregon is like, Boardman, Oregon. Shout out. and now they're in our think, top five now, but you were like, Oh my gosh, like Boardman, Oregon. I think you, that was the town you were saying that's, that's a small town. Oh, very small. Yeah. Right on the I-84, you know, it's east of uh, hood river. So it's, um, yeah, just a, small little place and uh when you said it was boardman oregon i was like what <laughs> i thought maybe it might be portland you know the major yep. metropolitan area but now you go well no boardman and they're like uh yeah the last the last uh stats i looked at yeah they're top five so well the way to go boardman way to represent and texas and, uh, we've got a, t- a, a yeah. ton of people coming in from texas so we've got Dallas, Texas, there you go. Did that hurt? I don't want you to. Did that burn? Just because they're Dallas? from Dallas doesn't mean that they're Cowboys <laughs> fans. I'm just gonna say that. Let's be clear. That's true. That's true. But go Cowboys, even though they're out of the playoffs. <laughs> but uh, so we've got Arlington, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Borman, Oregon, hanging out. But top three, we've got uh, yeah. Washington, Virginia. Or yeah, you know it. I, that, that I have, I, do you know anybody in what? I don't know anybody in Washington. I don't know. No, I have no idea who that, I don't even know anybody in Boardman. That's how small the town is. <laughs> uh, we only know one person. We have a mutual friend in Oklahoma city, but uh, that's the only person. Yeah, we I know way there. too many lessons in Oklahoma city, Oklahoma for that to be that one person. <laughs> it, that, that, that far exceeds our number of episodes, but uh, we've got Washington, Virginia, Ashburn, Virginia. Um, so, Decent number of uh, uh, listeners coming in from there. Uh, Massachusetts has shown up a good number of times, as well as uh, Maryland. So we've got Glen Burnie, Maryland, Rising Sun, Maryland, out there in Cecil County. Um, uh, Arlington, Texas, the home of the Cowboys Stadium. Actually, AT&T Stadium, but uh, wait, 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 way to wait. go. So the Dallas Cowboys play in Arlington? Arlington, yeah. Because that's that yep. makes sense. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, but I want to say, I got to also give a shout out to Tulsa, Oklahoma. You're number two. Yep. You're number two on this. So well done. And, well, I mean, if you would have mentioned them during your, uh, your breakout sessions on Zoom, maybe they'd be number yeah. one. They could be number one if I'd have maybe, yeah, done some self-promotion there. But, you know, I just kind of wanted to see how it'd go. But, but even like. You can better, better do it from now on. But uh, outside of um, just the U.S., we've got folks that are joining us from France. Uh, we've also got folks in Germany and Sweden that have all been kind of checking out unofficial remotes. So that's been a lot of fun to kind of see. I'm glad they're there, but it's like, wow, this is awesome. They found us. Yeah. Yep. Even Alaska. And we got Middletown, Delaware. I lived in Middletown, Delaware for for quite a bit. Uh, our youngest daughter oh, was you born while we were living in Middletown, Delaware. So it holds a super special place in my heart. And Glen Burnie, Maryland, uh, there in Baltimore County. So that's been really cool to see as well. 
And of course, Philly, my people. Gotta, yeah, gotta give a shout out to Philly. Also, Germany. Thank you, Germany. Thank you, Germany. Thank you, Sweden. Thank you, right there. Yep. Uh, UK, you need to step up, though. Seriously. Come on, folks. This is ridiculous. Where are my Northern Ireland people at? Where? There we go. Yeah. We've got people in Northern Ireland. Uh, I don't even know what's happening with them. I know. You have, uh, you have friends there. You do. Why aren't they listening? I don't know. Get him going. I think they got. I think. I think their uh, attention is is has been on Brexit lately. That's been. Pretty, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they might be occupying a lot of real estate in their. Uh, Are you saying they might have more important things to be worried about maybe. than uh, listening to unofficial? Maybe. Like that definitely could be. Maybe. But uh, yeah. Hopefully, after Brexit shakes out and uh, that all gets settled, maybe we'll see some listeners. But it's. I'm also just. Oh, sorry. No, it's just really exciting to see the different cities kind of coming in. It's uh, so we get analytics through where our podcast is hosted, and uh, being able yeah. to see that kind of update and uh, yeah, cool. yeah, it's a lot of fun to kind of see where everybody's joining us from. I'm disappointed in Kentucky, though. As much bourbon as I drink, and we don't have any. You know what? Listeners. Speaking of, so one of the conferences that that uh, I had worked previously, kind of going out, you know, the company was sponsoring. I was able to go to Louisville, Kentucky. And it was one of the first time, you know, I don't know, maybe the second time I had been able to meet Uh, a a coworker, a colleague uh, out there. Loved Louisville. I'm telling you what, there there are certain cities that I was able to travel to for conferences as a remote worker. Chicago, probably being at the top. Loved Chicago. Technically, it was such a good time. And it was technically outside of Chicago. So it was an Elk Grove Village. Yeah. Um, attending um, a conference owned by, you know, run by some just amazing, amazing people, but loved that area, loved those people. But Louisville probably would be second. I just loved the people of Louisville, oh, and the food was. Oh my! But the people, and yeah. uh, granted, I was there when they kind of opened up the city, and they have like the you know, conscious that are there in the street every day. And so I was able to kind yeah. of interact a little bit more with the people there, but really, really great city. So I will tell you that in our, in our boondocking days, you know, when we were in the RV boondocking, Louisville was a place we hit up frequently and the people are even outside of those festivals. They're very nice, very friendly. We never had any issues. There were plenty of uh, great spots to go to. And uh, yeah, so it, it's a great great city it's that area is just reminded me a lot of philadelphia not not so much that you know they were like the southern hospitality it wasn't southern hospitality but they were eager to talk so people in philly eager to connect and understand where you're coming from doesn't mean that they're gonna like it and they'll you know and having that that really just engage engaging kind of conversation but they don't hold it against you it's just engagement back and forth they'll do the banter you know, they don't yeah. care. Louisville, very. You got your opinion, I got mine, yeah. and let's talk yeah. about it. Louisville, yeah. I found to be very similar. Um, really interesting, but uh, yeah. yeah, we don't have Louisville in our uh, in our listeners. So, come on, Louisville. Come on, Louisville. It's very what the fuck? As much money as I send that way. For real, come on. right? Uh, but. but yeah, I mean, the podcast now, so we're now on Google Podcasts, which is a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> more so than I thought it was going to be. Um, we're on Google uh, Podcasts. We're on um, 
of course, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on uh, in Amazon Music. So we're, we're available kind of all over the place, as well as, you know, unofficialremote.com. You can go there. You can listen to episodes there as well. Um, so the last thing I kind of wanted to touch on, and I think this could probably take an episode <laughs> like unto itself, but uh, talking with a colleague earlier this week, um, she was kind of talking about that she had joined Match.com. You know, oh, newly, newish, I guess, divorced, but now looking to, you know, kind of connect with people again. And it, it dawned on me. So, I, you know, I've been married for now almost 20 years. Met him at work, you know, at, when I was working right. for a, a, a bank in uh, Delaware. And you met your wife as well at work. Yes. And it occurred to me, again, ashamed to say that it had not occurred to me previously, that that would be a challenge because so many, so often lifelong relationships, or at least maybe not lifelong, but marriages do result from relationships that, you know, begin in the workplace, remote work, right. So remote workers, you know, and being part of that remote workforce, not having that opportunity to connect. Um, I've been, I, I don't, I don't know how that would work. Because I, I have no experience in that. I mean, I, all three of my marriages, yeah, okay, <laughs> I ran myself off. Two of, two of them were the same person because I didn't learn the first time. So I married her again. And then, yeah, they, they but, found you. you know, it's all in person contact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in person contact. So I've never used a dating site ever in my life. And uh, that's a foreign concept to me, but not to my mom. Not to your mom. Yeah. Tell me more about that. You know, yeah, so sorry, mom, but I'm going <laughs> to spill the beans here. But, you know, being uh, one thing you have to work, you know, worry about usually when you get text messages or things like that is like, oh, okay, this is a scam. I don't, and I always warned her about this stuff, but with her, in her case, she's been conversing. And when we were there this summer, she was conversing with somebody through this dating site. And I found out accidentally, because she didn't actually tell me this, but I was like, I just asked, I was like, who are you, who are you texting to? And she go, oh, so-and-so. And I go, <laughs> oh, I've never heard that name before. Who's that? And my mom's a widower, so she's been widowed for a couple of years now. And, you know, with COVID, there's not a lot of getting out and meeting people and, and doing all that stuff. So she got onto one of those sites. I don't even know which one, but. Yeah, so she tells me the story. It's like, oh, they were just texting and stuff. Okay. I didn't seem too concerned because I talked to her at the point. I At that point, I said, is he asking for money? <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> she's like, no, no, we're just talking. I was like, oh, okay, Does she call you Jeffrey? He asked for money. Uh, sometimes she calls me Jeffy. Jeffy. That's usually Jeffy. Yeah. I, just, All right, I was just picturing her saying, no, Jeffrey. Yeah. When she says Jeffrey, then I know I'm in trouble or she's really serious. But no, it's like, no, Jeffy. Or it's usually Hun. No, Hun. Oh, that's that a Baltimore reference. Hun. Hun is yes, a Baltimore sir. reference? Oh, interesting. Oh, Going down the ocean, okay. Hun. Oh. <laughs> so then uh, today I get a call from my daughter. And she's like, Dad, we oh, need no. to talk. I go, well, uh, we're on the phone now, so why don't we talk now? You know, it's kind of <laughs> like that ping me now. 
that we referenced in a previous podcast. <laughs> but she talks to me. She goes, I think grandma's being scammed. I go, is this her friend on her online friend? She goes, oh, you already know about it? I go, yeah, but it wasn't that big of a deal. They were just texting. Oh, she goes, oh, yeah. Well, now it's expanded into he's going to buy a house close to her and he's going to pay off all of her debts. And that escalated what? quickly. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. And they've never met. I I asked, has he asked for money from her? Because I mean, she lives on a you know fixed income. She's not a rich person. Um, and no, so far. And I go, well, if he does, he'll be sorely disappointed because it's not like she's a rich widower or anything. Um, and she seems to think that this is all going to happen. So yeah, that's the current issue that we're facing now with this online stuff. So what an interesting kind of experience though. So you and I, we mentioned before, we're, we're middle-aged. We're not millennials. You know, we're not in our twenties by any stretch. So that, that group, that cohort, the, the dating app experience is part of it. You know, you, you create an account and, right. and that's how you, you know, you, you meet people and you, if you have a vagina, you get dick pics, or if you identify as gay, you also receive dick pics. <laughs> But um, when you, like us, you know, we, we had careers prior transitioned to remote work now, not having the opportunity to meet people in the workplace, not work people that that you live near finding yourself, maybe using things like match.com or um, please don't use things like grinder. (laughs) Like, Oh, maybe I mean, grinder. I'm I'm sure. Armors only. There's. There's, there, there are a, a, a variety of apps that are available, yeah. but you know, when I was last dating, that was not something that, you know, I was going to be interacting with. So, but it did occur to me yeah. that people in our situation, people that had prior careers that transitioned into remote work that do find themselves available and, and wanting to date, that is so limiting. You work as part yeah. of a remote team. Um, I really... You don't go out, you get your groceries delivered. You don't never see anybody. Maybe the delivery person, maybe. Usually, like for us, they drop it at the door and knock the door and they're gone. By the time we get to the door, there's nobody there but these yeah. bags it's of It's all contactless, so. you know, kind of exchange. Yeah. And even yeah. if you're going to go to the grocery store, you have a mask on and, you know, you're not really kind of connecting with people. But I'd really right. be interested in kind of exploring yeah. that more, what, you know, that experience and, and how do people – you know, so connecting is one yeah. thing. I've talked a lot about the friendships and relationships that have, are built via a remote team, but these are not romantic relationships. And um, I'd be really interested right. to kind of look into that. Even more. Yeah, we need to look into that. Get Maybe we can, you know, if anybody has any uh, insight into this, you know, you can always reach out to us, unofficialremote at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'll Maybe we'll have you on the program. We can talk about it. And maybe that's where that co-working space even might help to fill in that gap a little bit, maybe. Um, Yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah. I'll bring it up. Hey, you ever use Match.com? I'll just throw it out there. Hey, you ever hook up with anybody here (laughs) at the co-working space? (laughs) They'll look at me and turn away (laughs) immediately. Yeah. Who is this weirdo? Like, uh, this yeah. guy's looking to hook up and you're going to be, you're going to get banned. You're going to get kicked out of Tulsa remote. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he really part of Tulsa remote? This guy's He's a weirdo. Traded. Why would somebody ask me that? You didn't let me finish. You didn't no, let me finish. It's part of our podcast. 
Oh, you probably tell it to everybody. <laughs> Jerk. We got a creeper over here. <laughs> yeah. Creeper with greasy hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think it. But he is wearing a headset, so, you know. He looks, he looks like official. a That's what I'll wear this episode. But, uh, again, you know, we'll be back next week with more valuable insight. <laughs> it may or may not be liquor-fueled, but uh, we'll uh, – We'll be sure to bring you valuable information. So thanks for listening. We appreciate the the wide range of locales that are, you know, giving us a chance. So absolutely. It's been a lot of fun and it was good seeing you and I'll talk to you later. Good seeing you as well. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unofficial Remote Podcast with your hosts, Jeff and Kim. And if you want even more Unofficial Remote, be sure to subscribe and head over to unofficialremote.com. That's all for this episode. Please stay safe and see you next time.